Imagine this, it's Christmas Eve. You have last minute gifts to buy, tomorrow's dinner to prep, kids to get into bed and final gifts that you've already got to wrap. Sounds like quite a mountain to climb for most mere mortals. Hi, I'm Chris May, mere mortal and host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. And today's episode is accompanied by a podcast video short on television and online at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Christmas Eve, 1968, is one of the most turbulent, tragic years in American history drew to a close. Millions around the world were watching for something amazing. America needed a hero, and they found it when three astronauts in outer space soared around the moon, becoming the first humans to orbit another world. This day in weather history, they were the crew of Apollo 8, Frank Borman, Jim Lovell, and Bill Anders. And their command module was sailing in the vacuum of space above the lunar surface when they beamed back images of the moon and Earth. The crew launched into space on target for the moon on December 21st. They would survey and scan and study the lunar surface in preparation for an eventual first ever landing of a human on this extraterrestrial landmass. So after 10 orbits and on Christmas Eve, it was time to come home. On Christmas morning, Mission Control waited anxiously for word that Apollo 8's engine burn to leave lunar orbit had worked. As had been the case and would be for several more missions, the wait was nail-biting as radio contact would get interrupted by wherever they happened to be at that time when making the slingshot loop around the moon to head back to Earth. When they eventually cleared the orbit and fired their boosters to break free and back into space, Commander Lovell squelched through to Earth, and I quote, Roger, please be informed, there is a Santa Claus, end quote. There was a breath of relief for the team at NASA and likely from every kid at home who was watching it on television. But it wasn't just images of the moon and Earth that were thrilled over. This mission is also known as the trip that made possible the iconic Earthrise image. We've all seen it. It was snapped by Anders. This image would give our three astronauts and all of humankind a new perspective on our home planet. Bill Anders would reflect back on how they were sent to survey the surface of the moon, find out as much about our planet's partner as they could for future missions. Yet they came back having actually rediscovered Earth. The irony of this mission is that it was not initially planned to go down like this at all. On May 25th of 1961, President John F. Kennedy stood before a joint session of Congress and called for human exploration to the moon in what is still watched today and revered as a brave pronouncement and major turning point for the United States as a world power, but also for the world, because we were going back to what we as humans do best, and that is explore new worlds. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. But by Christmas Eve of 1968, the clock was ticking on President Kennedy's challenge to land on the moon by the decade's end. There had been delays with the development of the lunar module, and this was threatening to slow down the Apollo program. This is where some ingenuity came into play. 
With a bold improvisational plan by NASA, it was decided to change mission plans and send the Apollo 8 crew all the way to the moon without a lunar module on the first manned flight of the massive Saturn V rocket. History would be made. Advancements in the space program would be achieved. The Soviets would be irritated. And the mission would fast forward the plans for that eventual moon landing. Because when the crew of Apollo 8 splashed down in the Pacific on December 27th, we had at that, that moment proved that it was now possible for humans to go to the moon and return to Earth safely. And from the crew of Apollo 8, we close with good night, good luck, a Merry Christmas, and God bless all of you, all of you on the good Earth. Merry Christmas from this day in weather history. Tomorrow is December 25th, and for our Christmas Day edition, we are featuring a collection of stories in a special extended-length episode. Tomorrow, you can expect highlights from weather events spanning the years 1776, 1836, 1914, 1947, plus they've got some in there from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, as well as some standouts from this century. We will unwrap a Christmas miracle together. And that is the fact that I was able to squeeze all of these amazing stories in a 10-minute episode. Hey, that happens tomorrow morning on this day in weather history. Merry Christmas from me, your host, Chris May. Now, kids, go to bed. <laughs>